Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Social Speak Network podcast. I am your co-host today, Amber Irwin, and we have Caitlin McDonald with us as well. We are so excited to be here today. And it's super exciting because this is National Podcast Week. So we have some great information for you today. So let's just dive on into our first question. <laughs> Caitlin, our first question is, why is it important to Google yourself and your practice? Absolutely. Um, well, today, first of all, we're going to be doing a lot of talk about um, how you come across online. Uh, and so this question is so integral in that because you need to know how you first appear online. So Googling yourself and Googling your practice and doing this not every day, but maybe once every couple of months is really important because you want to make sure there's not outdated information that's out there. You want to make sure that you only have, for example, one Facebook page, that there's only one LinkedIn company page that all of your directory listings have the correct information linked to the correct website, have you, if you're a physician, listed at the correct hospital or medical center because maybe you've moved practices. Um, and if you're a medical practice, you wanna make sure all your physicians and doctors are actually associated with your practice rather than a previous employer. Uh, additionally, you wanna make sure that the hours of operation are correct, uh, the description of services and specialties are correct, um, and that you are appearing on all of the different directory listings that are appropriate for your practice and for your business. Um, so some of these are health grades, vitals, WebMD, Google business pages, obviously, um, and then some of the social media sites as well. Uh, and so one question that we often have is, okay, I did this Google search, something did not appear correct. Um, my vitals and my WebMD and my health grades all have different information. So Amber, how do you go about fixing outdated or wrong information in old directory listings? Yes. So yeah, we get that question quite a bit. And it is, especially with everything being online, you know, today, it, it's so important to make sure you have the correct information out there. If you look at Vitals, WebMD, um, or even health grades, and you find your profile or your practice's profile, there's usually a button that says claim this profile. And what you would need to do is claim that. And if you are a physician, you need to make sure that you're claiming it through your email. Sometimes we've had in the past, managers of a center uh, wanna claim that, but it's one email per listing. And so you'll need to go into each directory listing and update that. And um, lucky for you guys, our blog post on this Wednesday will be how to go into each of these accounts in detail to claim those listings. And same thing with Google My Business. You may have you know, three or four different Gmail accounts or Google your know, email that are linked to a Google listing that you need to consolidate. And same thing with a Facebook page. And with Facebook, um, and some social media accounts, you're able to merge the account. So then you just have one listing and some of them may be for an outdated practice, an old practice or something you didn't even know about. So it's really important to take notes on each one 
go in there and update that information. If you don't need that listing anymore, get rid of it. You want, you'd rather have, you want to have the right information out there instead of the wrong information out there. Mm -hmm. And we see this a lot with small practices and small health and wellness businesses as well is maybe an intern created a page right when Facebook came out and then you created a page and then the um, director of marketing created a page. And so next thing you know, you have three pages and only one of them is being updated. Um, so you want to make sure that your patients and prospects are finding you correctly online where you want them to find you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so Caitlin, this kind of goes into our next question. How often should you be updating content on your website mm -hmm. and same with your social media content? Absolutely. So here we're focusing specifically on um, the verbiage that's on the pages, including the about information, um, the contact information, uh, and those static pages. Blog posts is a whole other topic that I will get into as well. Um, but what you want to do is put a calendar reminder for yourself at least once every quarter. Again, you don't have to do this every day or every week, but once every quarter, um, six months probably is fine if you aren't uh, taking on a lot of new physicians or people aren't leaving your practice. Uh, but you want to do this at regular intervals just to make sure that the content still reflects your specialties um, as well as the individuals who are actually the face of the company. Um, and so with this, once you do uh, you know, that review of the about, let's say, or the description of why your team, you want to then make sure that you go through and you update this on all of the directories as well as on your social media accounts. Everything should be aligned so that there's that one patient experience when they're finding you online. Yeah. The and next, I, oh, go I'm ahead, sorry, Amber. I was gonna say that I know that this is something that people tend to overlook because I know for us, we mm -hmm. updated our content on our website, we've changed verbiage, and then we'll go to our Instagram or our Facebook and we're like, oh my goodness, we didn't update it. So keeping yeah. that aligned, just knowing if you update something on your website, it has to go to your social media profiles as well. Exactly, exactly. You want that one message across everything. Um, but this brings us to the content that does get updated more regularly, specifically blog posts. And we recommend creating really as many blog posts as you can commit to. Um, and this means if you can only commit to writing one blog per month, commit to writing one blog per month. Don't have a month where you write seven blogs and then you don't write a blog for six months. Um, you, you want to commit to doing something at steady increments so that patients know what to expect, referral partners know what to expect, and folks who are just checking out your website online know what to expect. Best practice would be even doing multiple blog posts a week just because every single day, Amber, I think you gave me the stat last week and I'm blanking on it right now, but every day there are hundreds of thousands of blog posts that are being published. So you need to be able to stand out if you're using blogging for search engine optimization and writing frequent content and having it be multimedia, such as utilizing videos and audio, is a great way to stand apart. Um, so update that content as frequently as you can, as long as it's consistent. Definitely. Yeah. Um, now, it, 
blogs, they are shared on social media often. So this brings us to our next question. How does each social excuse me, social platform work for your practice? Yes, so this, you know, each social media platform has its own purpose behind it. And so it's important to really understand, you know, which ones are going to work best for your practice. And just because there's a ton out there does not mean that you need to be on all of them. We are big believers in mastering you know, one or two at a time. And as you grow, then figuring, you know, figuring out which platform to add next. So for, for example, Pinterest is, we don't think of it as a social media platform. It's not a platform that you're going to go and you're going to comment and you're going to have a conversation with a, with a prospective patient. It really is a visual search engine. Mm -hmm. And most people think that it's geared towards just women, but it's actually a 50, 50 split. I think it was like 54% women and the rest men. So it's very close on, mm -hmm. you know, gender. So and the age is really about that uh, 35 to 65 and even higher. And so Pinterest is that visual search engine that you want to be pinning valuable content linking back to your website because Pinterest is a great way to drive that traffic to your website. This is blog posts. This is great for those freebies that you have. This is where you want to share that content. Um, Facebook is really where you are going to enhance that patient engagement. This is a great platform for customer service. Google and, and Facebook are usually where people go to leave those reviews, to make those comments, whether they're positive or negative. So this is where you come in as a practice and want to make sure that you have that customer, that customer service satisfaction on there. And it's also a great platform to educate your audience because they are searching for you. Instagram is owned by Facebook, so you'll see similar features, but that is a great way to really connect with your audience on a deeper level. I think that Instagram is a great way to show the behind the scenes aspect of your practice and really be able to get into those private messages and deeper conversations. Um, Twitter is a lot more news related, so it is uh, this is great for industry articles when you are doing, if you have any presentations or conferences you're going to, being able to tag the different doctors that are speaking at um, and the different clinics that are going to be there. So Twitter is more news, real-time focused. And then LinkedIn, we have really seen LinkedIn come a long way over the past, I would just say this year. I mean, the mm -hmm. new features that they are constantly coming out with, it, it's really great because they are it's great for B2B. So it's a great place to really build that referral network. And I think that that's where we're seeing a lot of our clients be able to post more about being a partner and we're building those referrals between, you know, doctor and doctor or uh, physician and physician, you know, client, uh, practice and practice, whatever mm -hmm. it is, you are able to provide a service to somebody else they're able to provide a service to you. And so building those connections, that's really where LinkedIn comes in. Absolutely. And it, Amber mentioned this, but the most important thing about the social media platforms is once you choose what platforms you're going to be utilizing, 
dive in and use them. Uh, <laughs> you might hear of a physician where Twitter is where they're receiving their patients from, their referrals from, and everything like that. But you look at their profile and they are publishing content and reposting and commenting back on, on different tweets um, multiple times every single day. And so they have fully committed to Twitter being the platform that they're going to engage with. Somebody else, it might be the same thing on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram. So it's just figuring out for yourself what's going to make the most sense and diving in, mastering that, and then slowly building on these other networks what, rather than just trying something for a week, not seeing the results that you expected, moving on to the next thing because that's not going to work for your practice. Exactly. And the other thing, Caitlin, you mentioned with the blogs, having that consistency, mm -hmm. consistency is king. You have to have that consistent strategy with social media as well. And again, committing to a platform and saying, I'm going to post three times per week or once per day, or like Twitter, Twitter could be, you know, 10 times a day and yeah. be totally okay with that. Um, if you were to post 10 times a day on Facebook and you only have you know, a hundred followers, that may be a little much. So mm -hmm. really understanding each platform and, and monitoring the analytics. And we've talked a lot about this in our previous blog post, looking at those analytics and knowing what's working and what's not working, who's viewing your content. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Well, we hope that we answered some of your questions that, that you've had and mm -hmm. be sure to check out our blog post on Wednesday to dive further into these directory listings and how to claim them and how to change that content. Mm -hmm. And of course, if you have any questions about marketing for your own practice, head on over to socialspeaknetwork.com and click that free uh, request a consultation uh, button. 30-minute meeting. We get to know each other and figure out uh, if we can give you any tips to better mar your marketing. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Thanks. Bye.